everyone, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown in the thick of singles tournament season. It's the ultimate showdown, and what better partner for me to announce this hotly contested match than the one, the only, the was at the park at 5 a.m. today working out alongside me, Andrew Guy. Andrew, we got a great sweat on this morning, and now we get to see competitors sweat movie trivia questions. That's right. You know, the whole time that you were gone in New York, you've been gone doing comedy. I have been there religiously every single morning, making you and all the homeless people in the park very, very proud. And two competitors that are looking to make their managers proud today, Diamond David Del Rio and the Jet James White. These guys have had oddly very similar runs in the movie trivia showdown. They've each played a part of critically acclaimed. They've each be both beaten Frank Brand. They both lost to Paul Preston. And they're both batting 500, so I'm just excited to see what they're going to do today, man. They've been impressive, and although each of them sporting a 500 record, Jet 2-2, two and two, Diamond Dave 3-3, three and three, they're right on the cusp of that next tier of Schmodown competitor. They're looking to prove that they have what it takes to be an elite, and in order to do that, going far in this tournament is paramount. They both have an opportunity to advance to round three, and so you have the Jet representing Corruption, Diamond Dave representing the Dungeon. Both of these factions could really use a W as well. Yeah, I mean, well, Corruption's been very busy just maintaining their status at the top of the belt category. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. They have a lot of belts over there in Corruption. It seems like they've been doing okay with that. But like you said, these guys are in the middle of the singles tournament making a name for themselves. And this is the exact place to do it. They've shown that they're very, very strong competitors. They know the game in and out. They don't seem to be shaken by whatever their competitor brings to the table. These guys are just ready, I think, to start building their Schmodown legacy here in the team's tournament or the singles tournament excuse me it was a very exciting weekend for corruption a few days back in new york city when regardless of who won that singles title match the belt was going to stay with corruption ended up being marisol lady justice mckee defending over chance the cobra ellison but that was new york and that is still fresh in our minds you got to go way back before i gained 10 pounds of body weight in new york pizza to go back to the career and the birth of diamond dave and the jet let's take a look right now well, hello, Schmodown fans. I'm just out for a little stroll. Night before the big fight. Wait a minute. I know who that person is. Shannon, should you be training Jimmy White? That woman has no priorities and no class. James White, one victory, one defeat, wind up losing to William Bibiani, obviously no shame in that in last year's tournament, and then the beginning of this season lost to Paul Preston and has really had a chance to get back in there. So this is his opportunity to say, no, 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 that hype that was on me last, last season, it's real. So here's the thing about James the Jet White. I don't think people appreciate just how good he is. He has delivered on all fronts. He has not had an easy match yet. He has not had a gimme match. He has had to fight and claw tooth and nail for every little win he gets. The beginning of the season, I was almost undrafted and left for spare parts. But you see, Corruption and Shannon, they saw potential. So now I'm about to have a pitch perfect game and come spectacular, I'll be the one seeing city lights and having a California Christmas. Let me tell you something about James White. He's about to be Victim number three, when he goes up against Diamond Dave, 
the desperado of the dungeon. The story that's been following me as of late is that I am on a revenge tour. And I'd like to drop a correction on that narrative. I'm actually on a celebration tour. I mean, these past couple of wins have been fueling me up, and I'm looking forward to taking a seat facing James White head on and putting my hands up in victory. And he had to go up against Liz Shannon Miller. That's who he beat today. She's an elite competitor, and the questions were at an elite level here. David Del Rio is going to turn the whole thing around. He's going to put some wind underneath the, the wings of the rest of the dungeon for the rest of this tournament. The dungeon. I'm playing for you, my fellow film nerds, and I'm playing the best of the best. I just need James White to kindly step aside so the uh, celebration tour can continue. David Del Rio, a formidable opponent and a good actor. But David, this tournament's gonna be a lot like the Belco experiment. You're not gonna get to the end of it. Maybe even not show up at all. We know you're very busy. We've got bigger matters to tend to, like slaying the beast. You call yourself a diamond, but you in the dungeon don't have the cut, the clarity, or the carrots to get past corruption. Have a happy Halloween, and if any of those corruption kids come to your door, you don't give them candy, you give them expired batteries. Ah, they were all, we were all so young as well, Andrew. And, and you see yeah. that, and you see how they matriculated. Again, these are two fellows who've proven that they can play with just about anybody in the movie Trivia Showdown, but they've also suffered some tough losses. And so how and what is it going to take for the winner to emerge victorious today? What's it, is it going to be a strategy move? Is it going to be just a lucky spin in round two? How do you see this one playing out? You know, honestly, I think it's going to come down to round one between these two competitors. Now, round two, obviously, with Lady Luck on the wheel, you never know what's going to happen. But setting a precedent in round number one, making your opponent go back on their heels going into round number two, maybe getting a little uh, risky with the wheel, maybe taking their first spin or trying to look for a slice out there because they have found themselves fallen behind going into round two. That's what I want to see today. I want to see one of these guys strike early, strike hard, and I would love to see a perfect round with all the great new questions we've been seeing from PJ Campbell and the entire writing crew. It's been a lot more difficult to accomplish as of late. It's that perfect round. It could be that extra point that somebody seals that may be the difference in the game. It's not a question of if these guys can play in round one, but I love your optimism going into round two because you mentioned Lady Luck on the wheel. Not many competitors have seen Lady Luck on that wheel in a long time. So <laughs> she might be on, as Aerosmith would say, a permanent vacation. But Aerosmith is not involved in today's match. Diamond Dave is and the Jet is, and we're about to meet them right now what time is it bud ladies and gentlemen it's time for the movie trivia schmodown introducing first representing corruption our 25th ranked competitor with a record of two wins two defeats james the jet white What's going on, boys? And there is the jet. And now that focus with that lovely hat that I just wish had a team that performed better. We're going to meet his opponent. And his opponent representing the dungeon. Our 22nd rate competitor with three wins, three defeats. Diamond 
David Del Rio. What's up, what's up, what's up? Glad to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. And there is Diamond Dave. So now we're going to get Diamond Dave and the Jet face-to-face. Dave and James face-to-face, two competitors frothing at the mouth to get above 500 in their careers, and more importantly for the right now, right here, to advance to round three in this tournament. The rules of round number one are as follows. Eight questions will be asked to the field of competition. These questions arrive at us from eight different corners of Schmodown and Mystery. Each question is worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. Anyway, you each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right. You just want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that correct answer. Use a JTE rule. You can also simply say repeat the question. You also each have one challenge that may be utilized at any point throughout the match. We'll bring in managers, deliberate, hear arguments, and it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place, although either competitor may initiate the challenge. So those are the rules as I have read them. Uh, James, are you ready to get going? Ready to rock. Let's go. Just like Brooks Robinson and Diamond Dave, possibly my favorite nickname in all of Schmodown lore. Are you ready to play? Looking forward to it. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Eight questions coming your way in round number one, starting with new releases. Tournament of Champions is the subtitle to what 2021 horror sequel starring Taylor Russell and Logan Miller? (laughs) Did you just ask a movie question? I don't know what that was. I had to Google this. I always like to vet questions. I had to look this movie up. I'd never heard of it. Nothing about it. Uh, but speaking of sequels, stream looks all right. Let's repeat the question, please. That's a one repeat for Diamond Dave. You got it. In the category of new releases, Tournament of Champions is the subtitle to what 2021 horror sequel starring Taylor Russell and Logan Miller? I'll be 100% honest with you, Mark. I knew zero pieces of information about this movie. I couldn't have picked the actors or actresses out of a lineup. I wouldn't have told you what year it came out. Didn't even know what happened. Like you and I are announcing an inner geekdom match all over again. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Pens down. And we are going to go to Diamond Day first. Did you pull it? Oh, I love this game. I uh, didn't have it. <laughs> it sounds like a video <laughs> game question. How about you, the Jet? Escape room. It is Escape Room, a little budding horror franchise there. And so that is one point for the Jet. We move on to the category of crime movies. And this question for a point, which actor starred in the 2000s crime films, Knock Around Guys, A Man Apart, and Find Me Guilty? Did you uh, get any crime film B-roll while you were in New York, Ellis? Do anything Safest crazy? question you could ask. I thought you were going to say, have I ever been found guilty? <laughs> the answer <laughs> is five, four, three, two, one. Pulling a Harloff here. Pens down. Let's go to the jet. Sam Rockwell? It is not Sam Rockwell to tie the match. Diamond Dave. Vin Diesel? It is Vin Diesel, who was in those three films in the 2000s. One to one as we careen into round three, or question three. We're not there yet. Yeah, no perfect round here as we get to question number three, but we are tied up. Category three is going to be from Westerns. Westerns. Who stars as a bounty hunter who many call Manko, also known as the man with no name, in the film For a Few Dollars More? So here's my question to you, Andrew. If 
you gotta say, unfortunately for you, you were just born too late. If Harloff and I are the A team, what show would our announcing duo be named after? Oh, God. Three, two. You wanna uh, take Miami Vice? The, the Wonder Years. Pens down. <laughs> Interesting call, Winnie Cooper there. Pens down, let's go to Diamond Dave. Is it Clint Eastwood? It is Clint Eastwood. It's two to one, James to tie. Clint Eastwood. He also had Clint Eastwood, and so both competitors starting to get into a lather as we continue with the category of sports films. And here's the question. For a point, what is the first name of Rocky's brother-in-law, played by Burt Young, in the Rocky franchise? And you find out Beyonce has a sister, things like that, you know? Do I need to get you any more hyped up for the Rocky Four? director's cut in theaters one night only i'm i'm hoping they're screening it in russia because i'm gonna go there to train to watch it uh repeat the question uh sorry it was too late too late to get that in we already hit zero on the clock unfortunately but i'm assuming that means james you have an answer holly holly is correct diamond dave began writing it pa pa yeah Father? Can't quite accept Pa, unfortunately, okay, as okay. close as they come. All right, getting to question number five, category of thrillers. What classic thriller follows John Scotty Ferguson, a former police detective who has a paralyzing fear of heights? You know, Ellis, as I've gotten older, I am pretty dang scared of heights now. Roller coasters, not a fan uh, anymore. Were you cool with heights at one point in your life? I don't think I've ever been comfortable. I think I was just dumb enough to not be afraid of them, is what it was. Two. Repeat the question, please. Okay, that was the second one for Diamond Dave. In the category of thriller, what classic thriller follows John Scotty Ferguson, a former police detective who has a paralyzing fear of heights? You know, it, it's a trend that I'm not necessarily against is seeing competitors be a little more liberal with their usage of the JT Eagles. You can't take them with you after the match. So use them when you got them. I, I couldn't agree more. I think when what? competitors struggle in what? round one or two and then they leave a match with the JTE, Pens that's down. great. All right, let's go to Diamond Day first. Is it Vertigo? The JTE rule pays is. off. That is a big point and a big usage of the JT rule. Does James have it? Vertigo. He counters with Vertigo, and so it is still a four to three ball game between Jet and Diamond Dave. Your next category, laugh if you got him, comedies. <laughs> All right, a few smattered giggles. Your question for a point. What comedy features characters such as John Bluto Blutarski and Eric Otter Stratton about a troublesome fraternity who challenged the authority of the Dean at Faber College. I feel like the man with no name got the better nickname out of the three of these gentlemen that have been mentioned. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go by these in your in your late 20s? Eh. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. It warmed my heart to ask the question, and it would do even more if the competitors could get it right. James, you're up first. Animal House. It is Animal House and Diamond Dave. Did not have it. Did not have it. So that is going to be a two-point lead now for the Jet, but two questions remain in round number one. That's right. Looking at a score of five to three with the Jet up as we get to question number seven. Your category is biopics. 
Which Oscar-winning actress co-stars in the biographical films Lion, Genius, and Bombshell? You know, that uh, Faber College campus was actually filmed up in your neck of the woods in yes, Oregon. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Four, I didn't three, have to spit on two, my camera, but one. it. Okay, gets the repeat just in the nick of time before we count it down to zero. That's right. And your question coming from the category of biopics, which Oscar-winning actress co-stars in the biographical films Lion, Genius, and Bombshell? Do you ever do shows up in uh, up in Oregon? I, I would assume you would maybe go to Seattle, but do you ever go to Portland, Ellis? I've been to Helium in Portland many times, and it's a great comedy club with a big girl Clyde Drexler on the side of it. Five. Of course. Three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to Diamond Day first. Nicole Kidman? It is Nicole Kidman. She likes seeing movies in theaters. James the Jet White. Nicole Kidman. He had Nicole Kidman as well, and so it remains a two-point advantage. No perfect round, so that point that Andrew and I talked about up top that speculated it could be all important is off the board, but we do have one more question in round number one for both competitors, and that's in the category of remakes and reboots. Here it is. Dan Stevens and Kevin Klein appear in what live-action Disney remake? That was such... And easy, given the, the actors aside, if I just asked that question six years ago, it'd be easy. Now, there's like 40 of these. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I was, I was like, where is he going with this? But yeah, we've had quite a handful of those wonderful Disney remakes just crammed down our throats for the last down. little bit. My hands aren't that big. James the Jet White, did you have it? Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. How about Diamond Dave? Beauty and the Beast. He got it, and David Del Rio rebounding nicely towards the end of that round, but James the Jet White, the story thus far, a two-point lead over his competitor. It's seven to five, and we head into round number two, the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. We don't have the kind of money to send an actual wheel to these two competitors, so they're going to spend a virtual one. Think really hard. The wheel will go around. Once it tells us on a category, four questions will emerge in that particular realm. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. JTE rules and challenges still apply. So well-played match so far. Diamond Dave taking on the Jet. It is the Jet, James White, who has the option. James, do you want to spin that wheel first or defer to your always well-dressed opponent? I'm going to defer to my well-dressed opponent. All right, then that wheel is there. And Kaiser is here and... All right, baby, focus in. Let's go. Breathe in, try out. He's using his brain. He's using. There it there is. There it goes. We got a little sometimes, bit of lag over here. MTS Studios. Sometimes the wheel is just like trying to get that X-wing out of the swamp. You know, it takes we a. We love this wheel. We love this wheel. Dramas is what it settles on. So take a look at the wheel. Think about whether dramas is the category you want to keep. Sixty seconds to go over it. Hmm. Not afraid of it. Yeah, I'm not afraid of it. I mean, uh, there's other things you like. Yeah. Uh, so my gut instinct is telling me uh, that I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Yeah, with I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like you 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 are a, a fan of dramas and you have a pretty good knowledge of them. Um, yeah. 
while I think you like other things on this wheel, I think you'll do all right in this category. Yeah, bud. yeah, yeah. I'm all right, you. man. Let's just go, use uh, this dramas. Check down if you have to, and remember, you you can always repeat the options once, man. And if you got to use your JTE, screw it, use it. Cool. All right, brother. All right, dramas it is. All right, and so dramas is the call. James the Jet White back on screen now alongside his competitor, David Del Rio. So, David, Andrew Guy is going to be administering your series of questions. Again, two points apiece unless you need to check the multiple choice. You still have that one JTE will remaining, and we do ask both competitors, just keep your hands somewhere in the frame where you can see them at all times during rounds number two and three. Andrew, at your ready, sir. All right, David Del Rio Diamond himself. You got four questions coming your way in the category of dramas, starting with this one right here. Who played Deck Shiflet, the paralegal who assists Matt Damon's takedown of an insurance company in the 1997 movie The Rainmaker? Danny DeVito. Two points to start a great round number two. We're all tied up at seven. Three more questions to give you a potential six-point lead. Your second question. Who won an Oscar for her portrayal of a nun, Sister Helen, in the 1995's Dead Man Walking? Susan Sarandon. Give him two more points. Four to go already here in round number two. Nine to seven now. Diamond taking the lead. The first time this match. Your next question in the category of dramas. Who directed the best picture winning film, Spotlight? Hmm. Uh, five, four, three, two. Multiple choice, please. Okay. Check down to multiple choice here. Your options are A, Noah Baumbach, B, Martin McDonough, C, David McKenzie, or D, Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy. And he checks down for one point there. Five already here in round number two. 10 to 7, and a chance to extend that lead to 12, or maybe 11, we'll see. Category of dramas, your final question. El Paraisio is the name of the nightclub that Al Pacino's character buys in what 90s film? And your options are A, Donnie Brasco, B, Carlito's Way, C, Righteous Kill, or D, Dick Tracy. Carlito's Way. That is correct for one big point and a perfect round number two from Diamond David Del Rio. Couple checkdowns there, but great options as opposed to giving up steals to his opponent. He walks away with a lead of 11 to seven, Ellis. 
That was a pretty impressive strategic round for Diamond Dave, not only getting the lead, but in convincing fashion, not missing a question, giving no steal opportunities away, checking to multiple choice when he needed. And so very good work by Del Rio, but now James the Jet has the spotlight on him. All right, there is the wheel and the Queen of Corruption, and they're both willing it to spin simultaneously, and the... Great spin. Maneuvers, Big spin. They are. <laughs> Where what? it lands, nobody yeah. knows. That's drama, so free respin. Got some of that going on here, huh, Ellis? <laughs> we do have just a little bit of drama, and we'll see how much it thickens with this next spin. Of course. It is opponent's choice, and so we are going to have to drop out corruption. We'll bring back the dungeon. Diamond You're fine, Dave, James. Don't worry about it, okay? All right, gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. Maybe sooner than you thought you'd be, but Kaiser, Dave... 60 seconds to decide which category to saddle your opponent with. So do you want to go with it? Uh, maybe. I mean, let's use the clock. I'd say if the clock's winding down and we don't come up with a better answer, then yes. But, um, you know, I, I think Perry's a hard category. You know, yeah. I think mu uh, musicals broad, but I think he might do okay there. Um, other than that, you know, I like Rodriguez too. I think that's that's a tough category as well. Um, but you had a plan, so yeah. I think you got some sound advice from uh, Mr. Right. Dan Merle. So I, do we, I think maybe we. Go yeah, with I was him, just huh? I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about you know I guess my my priority thinking is twenty seconds. You know, what can I play and, and, and something that I want to play. You know, okay. so I'm trying yeah. to find that balance there. Um, full, by the way, full judgment on the wheel as I'm looking at full judgment. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna say uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon is the selection. Okay, James, and so your opponents, kindly or not kindly, have selected a category for you since you spun opponent's choice, and that is in the category of Reese Witherspoon films. And once again, it is a four point game, 11 to seven, and so to cut that lead in half, Here's your first of four questions. Who directed Reese Witherspoon in the 1999 film Election? Alexander Payne. For two points, and we got us a two-point <laughs> ball game, and all of a sudden, there can be a tie if James the Jet White hits this next question. He does have three remaining. And here it is. Reese Witherspoon voices Susan Murphy, who is given what name after being transformed into a giant in the film Monsters vs. Aliens? Multiple choice. <clears throat> All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, Ginormica, B, Monster Girl, C, the 50-foot woman, or D, giantess? The 50-foot woman. That is incorrect. And so for a one-point steal, we go back to Diamond Dave. I'm going to repeat the question and the options. Reese Witherspoon voices Susan Murphy, who is given what name after being transformed into a giant in the film Monsters vs. Aliens? Is it A, Ginormica, B, Monster Girl, C, the 50-foot woman, or D, Giantess? The 
Monster Girl. Monster Girl's also incorrect. It's oh. Ginormica. Ginormica. Wow. With, Big uh, points left on the table there, Alice. Yeah. Big points. Probably not a name you want to refer to any of your friends as. And so we move on to your next question, and that is your penultimate one in the category of Reese Witherspoon. For James the Jet White, here it is. Reese Witherspoon co-stars with Colin Firth and Rupert Everett in what 2002 adaptation of a famous Oscar Wilde play? The importance of being earnest. He knows his Oscar Wilde, and that is correct for two points. And now it's a tied ball game. It is 11 to 11. And so here we go with your final question in the category of Reese Witherspoon movies, which could give you a lead as we head into round three. Who directed Reese and Tobey Maguire in the 1998 film Pleasantville? Gary Ross. That is correct for two more points. Well and done. James wow. the Jet White saddled with opponent's choice. He was gifted Reese Witherspoon, or maybe it was a cruel intention of a gift. But either way, he ends up <laughs> with a two-point lead heading into round three. It's 13 to 11, the Jet over Diamond Dave. Yeah, it's really impressive stuff there. You heard his manager say, going to the wheel, do not be bothered by whatever you get. You get opponent's choice, and he navigated through that phenomenally. Reese Weatherspoon, just one steal left on the table. We'll see if that comes back round number three. Hey, it is round number three. Thanks for reminding me. And that is the round that will determine the match. Here's how it works. We need some help from each competitor. That help arrives in the form of a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent, as each integer corresponds to a unique category of movie trivia schmodown mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one, three points. Your final question is worth five big points. And with that, it is James the Jet White who has the lead. So James, we need some lucky numbers now. From one to 20, what feels fortunate? Let's go four, 12, and eight. Four, 12, and eight it is. And so now Diamond Dave, any numbers from one to 20 that are not four, 12, and eight? Um, six, 10, and nine, please. Six, 10, and nine it is. All right, and so now James has consulted with his manager, and we just heard a sterling pep talk from Kaiser to Diamond Dave, and so we are all here ready to get going. It is going to be Diamond Dave who fields his first question before the Jet because it is a two-point deficit that Del Rio is facing. Andrew Guy will be administering the questions to Diamond Dave. I'll be asking the Jet his questions. And so, Andrew, for two points, it was category six. Which That's right, and to tie the game up, Diamond, you were going to get a comedy question for two points. Comedy, tie the game. Who plays Brody Bruce, an unemployed, lazy, comic book obsessed slacker in Mallrats? Jason Lee. A lot of negative adjectives in there, but he gets the two points, and we have a tie ball game here, Ellis. I mean, look, some people are slackers. That is correct. For two points, it's tied up, which means there's no T 
TKO on the table for the Jet anymore. Now, the faction of corruption has some questions if they want to win this match and advance to round three in the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. James, you selected number four for your two-pointer, and that corresponds to the category of thrillers. And here it is. For two points and a two-point lead, Jason Statham goes against a prehistoric creature in what 2018 film from director John Turtletop. The Meg. A lot of people got needed in that movie. That is correct for two more points. And so once again, it's a two-point lead. So we go back to Diamond Dave, who now, Andrew, has a three-pointer. And if he Steph Curry's this one, he's going to have a one-point lead at the end of it. That's right. You selected number 10 for your three-point question, Diamond Dave, and that's going to correspond to the category of 2000s movies. 2000s movies for three points and the lead. Who stars as Brad B-Rad Gluckman? a rich, white, wannabe rapper in the 2003 comedy, Malibu's Most Wanted. Jamie Kennedy. Traffic, traffic, looking for his chapstick. David Del Rio hits the three-point question and he gets Jamie Kennedy for, I mean, I love that movie. Who doesn't love Malibu's Most Wanted? I, I, I didn't know you had these feelings about the movie, but I guess that's a conversation for an after show to enjoy right now. It's a one-point lead for Diamond Dave and the Dungeon, and so we go back to the Jet, who now faces his own three-point question, and if he, Reggie Miller's this one, he's going to see himself back in the lead once again by two. So, James, your question comes in the category of musicals. It was in consideration to be that it was a category that the opponent could have stuck you with in round two. They went Reese Witherspoon. Now we get musicals. And here's the question for the lead. Who plays Raul DeShagney, Christine's childhood sweetheart, who she gets engaged to in 2004's The Phantom of the Opera? That's his second repeat. He's got one remaining. And the question in the category of musicals, who plays Raul DeShagney, Christine's childhood sweetheart, who she gets engaged to in 2004's The Phantom of the Opera? Butler. He's incorrect. I believe he was in a version of it, but this was played by Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson in the 2004 version. So here's where we stand. It is still a one-point advantage for Diamond David Del Rio, but now James the Jet White has an opportunity to cash in on a five-pointer. If he hits it, it's going to be a mountain to climb for Diamond Dave. If he misses... Diamond David Del Rio and the Dungeon will advance to round three of the ultimate Schmodown tournament. And James, your five-point category. You selected number eight for obvious baseball reasons, not the least of which is named Cal Ripken. And that corresponds to the category of remakes and reboots. 
for five points and the lead. Your question. What 1980s horror remake involves a fictional scientific publication called Particle Magazine? That's his final JTE rule. It all comes down to this. In the category of remakes and reboots, the question, what 1980s horror remake involves a fictional scientific publication called Particle Magazine? He answered just in the nick of time and got it correct for five well done. big wow. points. Andrew, I don't know if he had that in his head and he was just waiting for the last second to see if anything else popped in there, but man, did he build the suspense, the drama, just like that movie's pretty good at. And he pulls out the fly from 1986. That was the correct answer. And all of a sudden we got us a four point ball game and so now you know what time it is it's time for david del rio to step up and hit a five-pointer he's got to have it if he hits it he advances to round three if he misses it will be corruption and james the jet white who advance what category is diamond dave looking at for his five-pointer so diamond you selected number nine and that is going to lead you to the category of the director maybe you've heard of him quentin tarantino quentin tarantino for your five-pointer and the win and to advance to the next round of the singles tournament. Tarantino directed this segment, The Man from Hollywood, in what anthology film? Five, four, repeat. That's last JTE rule. Final repeat. Category of Tarantino for five points. Tarantino directed the segment The Man from Hollywood in what anthology film? four rooms and your winner diamond david del rio looking for the four room man pulls it to the last second five pointers go ahead kaiser celebrate i mean you earned that one baby you uh, earned that one. Worthy celebration. Uh, you could say either competitor, either manager earned it because what a matchup that was in an all-time nail-biter for the ultimate Schmodown history book. Gosh, 21 this to game, 20. This game, <laughs> We'll let the competitors celebrate in the green room for just a sec before their post-match interview, which I'm sure is going to be energetic. More than I love that scene. In four rooms, when when uh, Banderas' kids find the dead hooker in the mattress, 
This is, is even bigger than that. That's a great that's a great call. The man from Hollywood. Now that's based on a Hitchcock something or other. Go back and watch the movie. You'll know what I'm talking about. Jen, I'm do done playing do the match. I'm done playing the match. My, my boss. I am done playing the match. A very celebratory dungeon. Uh, David, you look exhausted. <laughs> what can I say? What, what can I say? I mean, I think that. I gotta say, Jen, I love this game. I really do because you know there, there is no mathematical sort of, I guess, a format to, or or just. You know, I, I just feel overwhelmed with that, 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 you know, a strategy is just goes back down to the simplicity of it, which is it's you against the questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, and for me, it, it, it's not more true than it is right now. And I think that, you know, Jet is such a calm and cool and collected Very much so. player that I already told Kaiser, like, you know, before this, I said, I already know that I'm at, I'm at my match. I already mm -hmm. know that I'm meeting somebody who I'm just going to be taking blows from. And hopefully I can, I, I can, you know, return them. And, uh, you know, just never did I think that the this match would end up the way it did. And I'm so, so grateful. Did the back and forth of this match, did that really weigh on you? Because I just feel like this felt like a boxing match in every in every essence of the word. Well, well, the thing is that even in the first uh, first round, the thing I really couldn't shake off was just a little bit of the idea that I couldn't hear so much of the of the countdown for the Pauly uh, question. Mm -hmm. And it was muddled, right? So it was just like, okay, Mother Nature's against me now. You know, now now it's just technical stuff, and now it's it's missing a, 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 a little second there. You know, it, it, it got to me a little bit. You know, and uh, I think. But Jen now that's going to make you tougher. Now that's going to make you tougher when you whoop whoever's ass in the next round. Well, I appreciate that, but I think I think you know Jet handling the the second round the way he did. The man's a master. The man knows what he's doing. I was playing someone who knew what he was doing, and so that's what's that kind of was was on my mind kind of throughout the match really was yeah this guy knows what he's doing this guy knows damn what he's good doing player. you know damn, damn good, good player, player. And, walk and, me and, uh walk me through those emotions though after the five pointer when you're just kind of sitting there waiting with bated breath about whose name is going to be announced uh i what it is it will be was how i was was thinking about it. i did the work you know, and 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 I and I've always said if I'm going to give a show and I'm going to lose a show, then that means I'm going to be losing by one point or maybe even two. But that's the kind of, that's the kind of game I want to be bringing, you know, and uh, uh, but in in that in that gap that you that you mentioned. Um, yeah. Scared crapless. <laughs> well, let's face it, your work is not done uh, because Kaiser mentioned whoever the hell you got to play next or whatever he said. It was something way stupider than that. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> I do all the right things, okay? I Listen, James, I've always been a fan of James White. I've always liked that guy. Now, when he went to corruption, I had to second guess his choices in life. But I did everything right for this match. I got him ready. I watched that uh, Hughes Brothers movie, From Hell, the movie they made about Shannon, just to kind of get in her head and figure her out. So the dungeon's on the warpath. This guy, Diamond Dave, came to the dungeon at the right time to give us the shot we need. Wanna know what we are? We're Power Man and Iron Fist. That's me, Del Rio and Kaiser. Power Man and Iron Fist. Watch out, we're coming for this tournament. 
better than laser beams and whatever the hell else uh, <laughs> Gucci's peddling. But I will say this. Your next opponent will be none other than William Beast Bibiani. Oh, so that yeah. said, you have yeah. your work cut out for you. How do he, you prepare for someone who's a legend of the game? He's got a future ahead of him. I can't wait to see how this kid plays. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm seriously. I am 100% seriously kidding okay uh, uh um he's uh, a real up and comer that did the audio guy <laughs> man yeah uh, but, he makes but, a uh, good soap i heard what i will what i will say what i will say is uh i'm gonna have to get past being a fan first before becoming a competitor uh i'm such a fan of his and to share the same match with him whether it be screen or in person uh it's going to be an honor for me uh no matter what and i know that's too nice but whatever so. And so, then I have yeah. to ask you, you know, after being released from the den and winning three in a row now, how, how does this make you all feel? Is this a bit of redemption? And honestly, Kaiser, does this make you a genius? I've always said, I've always said that this, uh, you know, that the narrative behind me has been that I'm in a, um, a redemption tour. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm more in a celebration tour because of the team that I ended up with, with the manager that I ended up with. Uh, uh, and uh, the dungeon team have been nothing but incredibly supportive. And uh, I, I got a, a good taste of what it's like to be in a real rocking, strong team. Uh, and I'm on a celebration tour and it's continuing. Well, best of luck to you in your next round. What last do you got, thing, Kaiser? Last, last thing, Koi, <laughs> when you walk out of Hollywood Fitness tonight at four in the morning, you better watch your back. Check the brakes in your car, pal. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Why would you say that on camera, you dumb dumb? Anyways, uh, well, I, you know what? You're right. He rides a bike there. He he doesn't know how to drive a car. It's a Make fixed sure. gear bicycle, mind you. Right, it's a right. hipster he is. Anyways, congratulations again on a fantastic match. That was really exciting for all of us to watch. And best of luck to you in the next round. Always a pleasure, Jen. Thank you. Take care. <sighs> yeah, that's the only way I could start this. Honestly, it's like a deep, heavy sigh. Uh... What are you gonna do, Jen? What are you gonna do? I mean, I'm gonna try to get through this interview with you, but uh, what are you gonna do is the question. Like, listen, that was a back and forth match. It could have gone either way. We literally were holding our breath while they waited to announce the name. How are you feeling right now? How are you coping with this? Um, obviously, I feel like I let my faction down, you know? Um, we, we needed those points, you know? And, and I was hoping to get us that win today. Um, I feel like I played a really strong game. David played a very strong game as well. And then like everybody said, it, it was back and forth and, and it did feel like a slugfest. I felt like it was, you know, Ali Frazier just blow for blow. We're, we're trading them back and forth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that I couldn't get us some, some points for our faction and continue on and, and try to give that, uh, that Bibiani another try, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the way I performed. I'm happy with uh, with what I uh, was able to bring to this game today. And I'm just gonna do nothing but move forward from here. And I'm sure your manager has a completely different opinion in terms of you <laughs> letting her down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm frustrated because it sucks that, you know, and, and to Del Rio's credit, he played a great game as well. He only missed three questions. You only missed three questions, but you also had a stronger round two. So I would say, I would say objectively, you were the stronger player. It's just you missed the wrong question. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and, and that's the frustrating part. It's one point, and 
so I'm not I'm not frustrated by how you played. I think you played absolutely phenomenal. It sucks that you were the better player in this match, generally speaking, all around, and we took the L for that. Um, that's garbage, but that's the game, and sometimes it happens, and, and that's what round three will do. And maybe I jinxed you by saying I guarantee you're going to get these next three questions. Um, <laughs> but that's how much faith I have in you. That's how good you are, and, and that's how improved you have been over the past season and, and working with you and seeing – I mean, you already knew so much and, and seeing how much dedication you have and how much you're studying and how much more information you're keeping tracked in that noggin of yours is just so impressive. So I'm not disappointed in you. Your faction's not disappointed in you. We are still far away in first place because of the collaborative effort of this team. And the best thing for our situation now is that this means either the dungeon or the mercs are going to have one of their players eliminated in this next round. And we need that. So what I would prefer if we were going on, but hey, if we can't go on, at least someone else that's a, 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 a semi-threat will be cut down as well. You know, I uh, I have to say, though, like, Shannon's absolutely right. Like, this has all been a collective effort for corruption, and it could have gone either way. Look at the way you navigated round two. I mean, for the love of God. Opponent's choice all the freaking time. All the time. And listen, and you it's not one. like even... You missed and one and you couldn't even steal it. It's not like you even... Uh, it's not like you even had a choice of whether or not to respin because you had to. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So then, of course, the wheel was like, oh, the second time, let's do this. You know? Oh, I was getting that spin either way. <laughs> oh. But you, you did the right thing and you didn't judge it and you trusted your gut and that... If you would have asked who was she who played in that movie i'm sure you would have got it but her other nickname after she becomes whatever the giant woman yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty tricky question and, yeah. and i think most people would agree and honestly as there was no, no woman steel. wants to be called that so no no woman wants to be called any of those multiple choice options what was that how about beautiful? who wrote that movie come on shame, oh, on, but, shame on them so there's I mean, no shame in what you did today anything anything that you missed you know what I mean? What do, what do you do? You just you pick your head up and you and you carry on like the trooper that you are. You were phenomenal today. I I am nothing but proud of you. And so I, I guess, appreciate everything you say, Shane. Thank you as always. So I guess course. I would ask, you know, looking ahead, what is next? Because obviously this is kind of the end of your season, but uh, you know, I think we're still trying to figure out what teams are going to look like next year, Shannon. So would you retain someone like him for your squad? Are you kidding me? I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not I'm gonna so, say anything okay. about it because James knows how I feel about him, and quite frankly, I don't want to give him away to anybody. So I'm gonna plead the fifth on that, James. You're God. You're the worst. You're really like the worst <laughs> you're gonna have on this team. I wish I had never drafted you. Like you suck so hard. No one would ever want you on their squad. Let's just. Yeah, oh, Shannon using that reverse psychology right there. Anyways, tough loss today, man. Uh, like I said, that was an absolute slugfest, and it literally could have gone either way down to that yeah. five-pointer. So, so close. Thanks so the breaks. So proud of you, though. Damn, so close, buddy, man. I'll oh. see you again next season, man, all right? All right, Jen. Thank you. Take care. Well, you heard it right there from the manager of Corruption herself. He only missed a few questions. He just missed the wrong ones. He was able to hit that big time five. I thought the match was maybe going to be over right then and there for the Jet, but he impressed me once again. Sometimes those slippery three-pointers can get you. And, and you know what? Anytime you have to play through opponent's choice and come out on top, it's always a win on the day no matter what. So, it, you know, it's, it sounds kind of uh, cheesy, but I really feel like both squads won today. I know that only one of them gets to move forward, but I feel a lot of 
pride in the way that the Jet played today. Yeah, and you know, I know you and I are avid readers of Particle Magazine, but not everybody knows that <laughs> or what movie it's from. And I'll say this, I know wow. it's not a much of a consolation, but and I don't even think Dagnina would get mad at this. James Jet White is the best baseball player we have in the movie Trivia Shimoda. I've seen the kid on the diamond and he can move, especially in uh, the field. But I mean, if you think about the context of where this league is going to be as we head into season nine you got to think whether he's a free agent or not james and jet white is going to be somebody every faction has their eye on right yeah you know and even if he's not that's their own fault that's their own mistake i mean it's the same thing as you know what let's talk about fantasy football it's football season right now it's all about those great waiver wire pickups or the people that you can get for cheap that is going to be the big value down the road so you know what if people want to sleep on the jet they want to pass him up that's going to be their own problem down the road because he's definitely someone that should be overvalued as of right now with the way he's performing so you're saying at the very least, he's going to be a J.D. McKissick for someone next year. I see where your head's at in the thick of the NFL season, exactly. but more importantly for us, in the thick of the ultimate Schmodown tournament. It's a singles division that we just witnessed. And in round three, we are going to see Diamond David Del Rio taking on William the Beast Bibiani. And if that match is close to what we saw today, a lot of drama, a lot of thrills, a lot of chills, and it's going to go down to the wire so for everyone involved in today's match we say thank you for your incredible play your worthy sportsmanship and great managing great competition jen serger always aces our entire team here at skybound behind the scenes as well as our question writers that is andrew guy i am mark ellis and we both urge you to grab your tickets before they're gone for the schmodown spectacular it all goes down december 4th in downtown los angeles at the historic globe theater you can get your tickets at the schmodown live com for this all-day event that is not to be missed. Andrew, you can take us home, my man. Go and get your tickets. Check out the SchmodownLive.com or Patreon.com slash Schmodown to support us in every possible way that you can and get those tickets. It's going to be such a blast. Keep on studying. Keep on answering questions. We'll see you next time.